Hey guys, what's up? It's Brad and Ben back at it again on Monday, April 3rd, 2023. It is 5.52 p.m. Central Standard Time. And Ben, how are we doing today? Sipping on some good H2O. What's the the source? It is, let me see. It is Hill Country Fair Purified Drinking Water. That is is pretty solid. That is pretty solid. solid. Yeah. Um, I was, um, I was volunteering this weekend at a, at a food bank and some of the water that they had, the, some of the choices they had were pretty, pretty questionable to say the least. They had, um, they had some Aquafina. Oh, terrible. And then they also had Dasani. Terrible. I was like, literally like, that is like (laughs) one A and one B, but like whatever the opposite of that is. I was like, those are like the two off the top of my head that are like. Dev, dev bottom two, dev For bottom sure. two of water. Um, and yeah, I just I, I I had to rummage through to see if I can find anything else, but you know, uh, but we did, we managed. That's um, good. Um, doing doing pretty good myself on this on this Monday, uh, eve of evening. You know, it's about eve, eve of there. evening. <laughs> um, pretty solid Monday for me as well. Um. Today and tomorrow are going to be a grind at school, but then my week lightens up for sure. And we have Friday off once again. And yeah. it's Passover on Wednesday, so that's exciting. Yes, um, Lent ended um, this past Sunday. It is now the, the Holy Week. Um, I don't know what any of that means, but I just know that I am now able to eat chocolate sweets and other candy. However, I'm not going to force myself into it if I feel like it. You know, because yeah. I feel like I feel like over these past three three weeks to a month, I've definitely felt a bit healthier without all that sugar. So you know, it's been good. It's been actually yeah, very very good. It's been very good. Um, and I think actually, um, both of us did um did commit over these past few days some uh some some pondering. You know, as we like yeah, to that's ponder. big time game um, time. You know, yeah, but you know. We're both we're both wrapped up. Um, I was thinking. Well, are you gonna announce you're just gonna leave the audience on a cliffhanger? You know what I mean? I I, I I I will, but I will say I'm thinking of like posting a graphic of like us and then being like Katie, my next chapter. But it's gonna be it's gonna be us two. And <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> um, but uh, as for me, I will be committing to the University of North Texas. Go Mean Green. Mean green, baby. And I am going to big shocker and everybody's so surprised that I will be attending <laughs> the University of Texas at Austin. I mean it's not like I, you know, I'm not much of a UT fan really, so nah, no, I'm not really surprised about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, that's exciting times. I signed up for my orientation this weekend. Uh, you know, it's all coming yeah. together. Yeah, I did all that all that stuff, orientation and then trying to find a roommate. They have this yeah. match they have this matchmaker. Um You're getting on roommate Tinder. Yeah, roommate Tinder and and you know I've what what I found interesting is that um a is that I don't know if I had the self confidence to post myself on those like you know uh whatever college twenty twenty seven on Instagram I don't know if I have the confidence to do that I feel like I could just um slide and just talk to people I feel like that would be more that 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 feels like more for me than just putting myself out there and then at the same time I've I've talked to a couple guys just realize that like some people just don't have personalities and they're just husks that's of so people. 
it's it's it, it's just you know you got you got to really try to find some some individuals with with something going on. <laughs> it's funny. Well, I'll tell you well, what, I I um I said roommate Tinder like as a joke, but like finding a roommate is a lot like talking to women. It's like very you have to like flirt kind of. <laughs> no, I'm like, like totally hey, serious like, though. You're like, hey, what's your interest? You know, what what you yeah. who you be with? Who are your passion? Like, what are your passions? You know? <laughs> um, and um, what some some of the people that I was looking to that I matched with <laughs> under interest, like you know, under interest, like for me, you know, it's you know, sporting events. Um, I'm going to apply for the honors college. Um, uh, you know, student orgs, dorm events, you know, all that stuff. I saw too many people that I matched with with interests being like maybe one of those things and or straight up just none. Just like guys, like like what are we doing here? Yeah, like, what are we doing here? Come on. We got we're we're in college, you know, there's there's there, we gotta find something to do, you know. Um but you know. So uh, anyway, that um <laughs> college on the come up continues to be a developing situation. Um yeah. So let's talk some college sports. Um, mm. Final four games Saturday. Um, San Diego State, Matt Bradley. Well, no, not Matt, not Matt Bradley. Who? Oh, Lamont Butler. That was his name. Yes. Buzzer beater against Florida Atlantic and crushes my both of my brackets that were you know left. That's which is fine because it was pretty dope. And San Diego State is playing for the national championship in like an hour. What time does it start? I thought it started at eight twenty. Two hours. Two hours it is. To be honest, I'm more excited to watch the Rangers game than the <laughs> national championship. And I am I'm serious. <laughs> we 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 can talk about the Rangers um, yeah. in a second. Very but, costly. Um, and, and you know, the, the FAU's San Diego State game went exactly I how how I thought it was gonna go for like three fourths of the game. FAU was just hitting on all cylinders offensively and San Diego State, you know, they they got behind. They, they couldn't really score the ball. And then, but you know, it's like we talked about last week, you know, in the game of basketball, if you make a bunch of shots in the, in the first half, first couple quarters, it's going to even out. Um, and, you know, San Diego State, they had trouble putting the ball in, but they, they found a rhythm down at the home stretch. And then just the last minute of a half, minute and a half of the game, it just felt like Florida Atlantic didn't really have much ingenuity around their offenses it felt like they they were doing the let them cook thing a little a little bit too much and it just wasn't working i mean they got they got close shots but i mean it's just with san diego state's defense um you know they're just they're just really good um and then yeah and then i like the decision to not call the timeout i think a it lets it lets the other team get back on defense but at the same time you know you just gotta have you gotta have faith in your players letting them do what they're going to do. And um, even even the last shot, I think that um, – I think it was really good defense, but just an even greater shot. And that's what it's all about. That is what yeah. it's all about. I, I mean, and to be honest, I'm just staring at this um, – the screen seeing that San Diego State and UConn for the title tonight, and it's it's blowing my mind. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought? Right, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking, of, speaking of UConn, um, of course, they played Miami after – and uh, this game went exactly how we thought it was going to go. Yeah, sure did. I mean, they were in control the entire time. Yeah. Um, and they're just, they're just pretty damn good. And they have three players fasting, and they will again today. Right. Um, and then, in addition, um, Jordan Hawkins was sick. Uh, prior to the game, he's been sick apparently all week. But he did play 
um, on Saturday, but he was just, he was kind of subbing in, um, you know, just kind of keeping warm, I guess, but you know, something to look out for if he hasn't recovered, but um, in predictions, we both, we both have been the horse, um, but UConn, uh, UConn is opening as seven point favorites, I think. Yeah, uh, no, so they did not open as seven-point favorites. They're seven-point favorites right now, but I, I want to say it opened at, like, four or five. Really? I, uh, I could be wrong about this, honestly, because I, I – I, I would slam – I would slam them. Um, I, I am actually getting this tingly feeling that it's going to be a close game. I still think UConn's going to win, but I, I think it might be <laughs> their closest game. I'm, I'm going to say UConn by single digits, which is bold enough, I feel like. Um, one of our friends, um, slid up on our, on our poll from our Instagram and he's predicting a San Diego state one win or one point victory. Um, I don't hate that. I, I, I sounds weird, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I don't know. It it just feels like they just felt so dominant on the offensive end. And like I, and like, like I've been saying, San San Diego state struggles to put the ball in at points in the game. And I think that. You know, maybe against a team like FAU, where you can get back on track and creep in, it might work. But I think a team like UConn, who's just continuously pours it on teams, I think I think UConn has this one. Um, but I guess we'll see about that, huh? Um, and then, of course, we had a championship yesterday. Sure um, did. And I'll tell you what, we, we didn't even talk about the fact South Carolina was a lock to win the <laughs> national championship. I mean, a lock. And they didn't. They lost to Caitlin Clark, who is one of the greatest college be- be- Better than Jordan. Players. Better than Jordan. I'm not sure if that is something <laughs> I can say. But she is uh, out of her mind. She is absurd. And she, you know, I think she had 44 or 42 the other night to knock yeah. off yeah. previously undefeated South Carolina, who, mind you, really hadn't come close to losing. Um, and they win, and then they go and lose to LSU so, by a lot. So what does that say about LSU? And I'm kind of a Kim Mulkey not fan because she hates Texas, and that's like her whole thing, which is fine. I guess her other whole thing is wearing really flashy outfits, which is kind of fun. Um, but LSU looked pretty damn good when it's their first ever women's basketball national title. So props to the Tigers. A lot of shit talking between I yeah. the LSU girl's name and Kaylin Clark, but – um, Angel Reese. Angel um, Reese, thank you. A little um, bit, Angel, little bit crazy over there, but you know. Yeah, and Twitter was a cesspool of, of, of you know, this is a microcosm of, of the hypocrisy. <laughs> did, did you just lay on me back to back scientific terms to say the same thing? <laughs> I did. Um, cesspool and microcosm. I got to stop doing that because, like, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't, want, I don't want to go to college and just be like, you know, this is. This is just how I talk sometimes, but legitimately. Shit, dude, this is such a microcosm right now. <laughs> Crazy people, am I right? Um, absolutely. Um, but on just people getting on Angel Reese for the for the John Cena celebration when Caitlin Clark literally did the exact same thing. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, if you're gonna dish it out, you gotta be able to take it, you know? Right. Yeah. No. When people people getting on her and saying she's a bad sport, like like let them talk. This is the biggest stage. Yeah, shit talk, shit. I, I am all for the shit talk. Like, yeah, you know, talk, your, talk your shit and talk your shit. And you know, they backed it up and they won by 17 points. Um, shout out Jasmine Carson. Um, yeah, she was who, hot. She, she was. Sorry, hot. That sounds, she, she she was hot from from the field. You know, <laughs> she, I think I think previously she 
I don't know. She had like she was not doing well this tourney, but she was uh, averaging like two two and change points a game. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, lit it up from the field. I think she was perfect, or at least in the first half she was. Um, twenty two points off the bench. Um, a big big key factor. But you know, um, this game this game was just so fun. Caitlin Clark, of course, having a thirty bomb. Um, which and, is yeah. which is low for her, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you know her standards. Um, but yeah, just, uh, just, just great. A good, a good, a good close for the women's. Um, yeah, one of the most watched tourneys in history. Yeah, um, and you know, it's it's great. It's great that we're able to gather around college basketball. Um, you know, during this time because you know it's just fun. It's just fun, and hopefully we get a good a good game tonight. Um, Absolutely. Um. So now we'll send it over to uh, Spotify for podcasters and say thanks, Spotify for podcasters. We appreciate. We appreciate. Um, and let's talk college baseball. Texas writing. Well, really, it was just Texas baseball because in reality, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> riding into this weekend on a 15-game win streak at number 17 Oklahoma State, who is the best remaining team in the Big 12, and we knock them off on Friday, five to three. Saturday, not so great. And then yesterday, in the you know, the rubber match, the pivotal game of the series. Mm-hmm. Garrett Gilmet, the GOAT himself, hits a three-run bomb in the first. We proceed to not score the rest of the game. In the ninth, we have the bases loaded with no outs, up three to two, top nine. Do not score. And then we give up two in the bottom of the ninth and lose four to three and lose the series. And it's a shame. You know, it sucks. Whatever. What can you do? Um, and you do, man. What can you do? And that's kind of the hardest remaining team on our schedule. And let's take care of business the rest of the way. You know, things are still looking fine. You know, it kind of sucks, but things are looking okay. We're looking all right. Yeah. Um, we have the big drops um, in terms of the standings. UCLA dropping from 12 to 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, let's see who else. Louisville dropping down to 18, previously from 11. But we have a big riser in Kentucky, moving up from 18 to 10. Um, wow, SEC era. baseball. It, I mean, it's far and away the best baseball conference. But the, I mean, you could beat. It's just like what we talk about in football. You can beat any SEC team, and if they're ranked high enough, which they are. I mean, they have like seven of the top ten. Yeah, uh, LSU, Florida, Vandy, Arkansas, South Carolina. Let's see. Where's Tennessee? Uh, Tennessee is eleven. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. so you get my point there. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Baseball, you know, is back, and let's talk. MLB because opening day was Thursday and we missed out. Oh, on that. Yes, and and I want to say we've had discussions <laughs> on here about new rule changes. They got rid of the shift. We have a new pitch clock that is like really being implemented and it's taking some getting used to already. But we're already making great progress, and I would go as far as to say then that the MLB pitch clock and and the shift too, resounding success through weekend one. I I am very pleased. The average game time, two and a half hours. I mean that is an easy watch. Easy that watch. is an easy watch. Um, and, and we'll get into the Rangers here in a second. I'll tell you why it was an easy, easy watch. But an easy watch to score 16 runs. So that's pretty <laughs> um, But um, I, I guess I, I'm not really – I mean, like, yes, I know what the shift is, but what was kind of the idea of, of removing the shift? The uh, idea of removing the shift is more balls in play and more athleticism – sorry, not balls in play, but hits. Right. And athleticism – like, like for example, I'm, I'm watching Sunday Night Baseball last night, Rangers-Phillies. Right. And, you know, Seager hits one into the 
Yeah, so, I know, I know, exactly. I, I know exactly what player you are, and, and even the announcer was like, right, exactly, know. exactly. So Stott makes a diving play to his left, and you know, in the shift situation, he would have been standing right there, which would have been a very routine play. But instead, we get to celebrate a highlight, so that's right. fun and exciting. And you know, every Rangers game, all three that I've watched so far this season, <laughs> um, they ha- they keep bringing up how much damage the shift did to Seager and how like he would have had so many more hits without the shift. Yeah. So I think just an increase in um, hits and with the pitch clock, an increase in stolen base attempts. We've had more stolen bases through three games than ever before. I, I think it's great for the sport. I think they're pushing all the right buttons, and I think there are things to be excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. And then going to um, Sunday Night Baseball um, between the Phillies and the Rangers. Um, well, let's start, let's start on Thursday when we oh, – I, yeah. I, I'm watching yeah. – the game we go down four to nothing and i'm like god damn it the grom <laughs> sucks of course he does everything sucks we're a pitiful organization <laughs> and then we have a nine run four and then and then everything changes and then we win and then on we have the day off friday and then on saturday we absolutely massacre philly and put up 16 runs that's so bad they had josh harrison pitching in the in the eighth and then we squeak out with some great defense last night, a two to one win, and we're three and zero. We've won twelve straight against Philly, which is the longest active streak in the MLB. And I, I'm pleased. And we haven't been three and zero since 2011, which remember is the year we went to the World Series. <laughs> um, I, I've watched all three Rangers games this year, which I believe at least matches my season total from last year. <laughs> and I'm, I'm excited to watch them again tonight. I mean, we got Baltimore at home. That's a pretty favorable matchup. Yeah. Like, I just, it's what a time to be alive. I, I'm just, I don't want to jinx anything, but it just, it's fun. I'm excited. I was telling my family for game two on Saturday, I think it was the most excited I've been to watch a Rangers game in like seven years. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. I just hope we can play at the end of the day. Making the playoffs would be exciting. That would be awesome. If we can play meaningful games in late August, September, that would be nice. That would be very nice. It would be. Um, about the game specifically, I, I, a couple of takeaways. Every time I see Castellanos get on the plate, I just put I my head down. I, know. I, just, I just put my head down because it's either going yard or he's striking the fuck out. Um, yeah. So, um, and then um, I, I, I like I like the Trey Turner interview that they did. He was just kind of, you know, of course, everybody saw um, when, when Young – Got up to the plate and just hit an absolute dinger. God, that is I, that is my dog. Josh, <laughs> no, he, he is he's the, the truth. truth. He is the truth. Um, and the trade Turner's just kind of watching and just goes like, "God damn." Um, you know who the truth is? Robbie Grossman. What a dog! <laughs> I actually said, whenever we play the Tigers, which you know, albeit is not that much, and the Tigers suck, I feel like every time we played the Tigers, Robbie Grossman would homer against us. <laughs> so I guess we went out and signed him, and he, he looks great. He looks awesome. So. You know, exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, of course, it looks like Simeon is not, you know, trottling out of the gate. He's actually, you know, he's hitting the ground. I know. Simeon hit a homer before the month of May. Right, That's yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, Perez, I mean, you know, of course, um, I, I the, those first couple of pitches in the dirt got, got me a little worried. But then, of course, he, he, he righted the ship and good God, he was good. He was well, so you know good. what was really good was the defense behind him. Nathaniel Lau, Lowe had some really nice plays against the wall. Adolis mm-hmm. had a couple Adolis, of really good catches. Yeah. I mean, it just – Young um, played pretty well too. 
just uh, yeah, yeah just, this is the most young, positive Rangers stuff <laughs> in the history of this podcast. Yeah, young, young, the the combination of fielding and and hitting just just he's a dog. He, he's such a he, dog. he is he is that guy. Um, so yeah, uh, good good Rangers update, man. Oh my this god, is... possibly the best ever. Probably yeah. the best ever. Yeah, I mean, I looked. So in 2019, there was a point in time where we were eight games above 500. So that is my benchmark. And the last we haven't made the playoffs in 16, and haven't been, you know. Rel- like really fighting for playoffs since then, um, so eight games above five hundred. If we can eclipse that, I will be a happy, happy man. If we can just be above five hundred this year, I'll be pretty excited. So we got a favorite payroll series with the Orioles coming up. Of course, Gray will be pitching, but then we'll get to see um, Andrew Haney um, in the second game of the series. So we'll see what he brings to the table. You know, it's gonna be yeah, good. I'm actually I'm kind of curious about uh, Odorizzi too. Let's see where he comes in somewhere, but. Anyway, that about does that. Thursday, some big news I, I'm thinking we're probably not going to record because the two mm-hmm. of us, ladies and gentlemen, are going to be heading to the Moody Center for a Spurs Trailblazers game. Woohoo! Yeah, so we get to take on your uh... – are we in last or are we in second to last? I, I don't even know. Uh, I think we're second to last. second to last place, San Antonio Spurs. Taking on, what, the fourth from last Trailblazers? Yeah. Precisely. Let's, let's take a look. If you're looking at the West, we are – Second to last, and the Trailblazers are third to last, although they are 13 games ahead of us. <laughs> God, we are poverty. Look, okay, okay, look. If you actually, okay, let's see. So, if you take out the Grizzlies, good God, the our division is, like, poverty right now. Yeah, uh, the Rockets suck. The Mavs suck. The, Mavs, the, are, the Mavs are really bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, the Mavs yeah. are bad. Like, like they have no defense, and like Kyrie is inconsistent. The Pelicans are whatever, and then you know we have us. Um, it's shaping up to be a pretty interesting uh, race for the West. With and the Lakers know, are hot. Yeah, three or four games left, of course, um, between the four seed and the. Let's see. I'm, I I will consider the Thunder, or actually my cutoff my cutoff is the Thunder because the Mavs and Jazz are not making it. They're mathematically in, but they're not going to make it. So between the 10th seed and the 4th seed, it's a five-game difference. And then, of course, uh, Lakers, Warriors, Clippers, and Pelicans are all separated by a half game. Like, you know, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a really good shape-up. I mean, I am praying for, for like, a Lakers-Suns or a Clippers-Suns. That, that would feed millions of people. Oh my God, or 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 just just any of them against the Suns, like like good goodness gracious, um, yeah. Although Suns are hot, they've won five straight, so you know. Okay, so um, you know, even though we are poverty, um, <laughs> we just beat you know big upset. The Spurs win at Sacramento, uh, right? I think we we're yeah. like sixteen point dogs. Um, shout out, shout out, shout out, KB man. Oh, wait, no, KBD. Yeah, there we go. Keda Bates. That, yeah, Keda Bates Diop. Yeah. Um yeah. apparently like apparently he's apparently he's been pretty solid. Whenever I see him, that boy's been ass. But apparently he's been pretty solid um towards the back. I mean, when's the last time you watched the Spurs again? It's been it's it been a hot minute, man. It's really been a hot <laughs> minute, but you know, you know and, the, and what sucks is we're probably not gonna get Wendy. I mean, realistically, we're probably not. If we if we end up with Miles, I might I might scream because we need Scoot or Wendy. Oh my god! Yeah. 
That's so bad, dude. <laughs> Ugh. You know, you know, it's it's we're we're not, we're not gonna dwell. It's been a really positive episode. We're going to the game. I haven't been to the new Moody yet. So hopefully awesome. we're going to a Spurs game will be fun, even though I mean it's a winnable game. I mean yeah, the no good. Um, I think Dame's gonna get shut down for the remainder of this season, so you know. Yeah. Um, you know, good stuff. Good stuff. Absolutely. Very good vibes uh for today's episode. Um and let's finish it out with any shout outs. What else? Uh shout out Bruce Bochi. Nice. <laughs> um yeah. shout out shout shout out Young, of course. The truth. The truth. Shout out who do we, uh, shout out shout out Gary Gummet again. Shout out Oprah, shout out moms. Um course of course shout out lane kiffin because <laughs> shout out lane kiffin um and uh yeah shout out osu and angel reese man um, talking their shit Woo-hoo. Right, so thank you all for making it this far uh again i think we're probably taking the day off thursday and celebrating uh a loss most likely <laughs> but we'll see you all bright-eyed and bush-tailed next week so with all that being said thank you for listening this far and we will see you on monday